Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's August 10th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. What's opening in theaters this weekend? The Meg. After escaping an attack by what he claims was a 70 foot shark, Jonas Tyler must confront his fears to save those trapped in a sunken submersile. Directed by John Turtletob with the screenplay. By Dean Jergeris, John Hober, and Eric Hober, and based on the 1997 book Meg, a novel of deep terror by Steve Alton. Stars Jason Statham, Lee Bingbing, Rain Wilson, Ruby Rose, Winston Chow, and Cliff Curtis. So it's at 50%, right smack in the middle. 53 fresh, 53 rotten. I'm surprised it's even that high. Seems like it would not be a well reviewed film no probably not i mean sometimes these movies are a lot of fun sometimes i didn't know it was based on a novel apparently disney was gonna make it back in the 90s but really they obviously did not do that also out this weekend slender man in a small town in massachusetts a group of friends fascinated by the internet lore of the slender man attempt to prove that he doesn't actually exist until one of them mysteriously goes missing directed by Sylvain White, and written by David Burke, based on the character of the same name. Stars Joey King, Julia Goldani Tellis, Jazz Sinclair, and Annalise Basso, with Javier Botet as the Slender Man. This does not sound like something I'd want to see. And it's at 18%. So maybe no one should see it? Guess not. That's even worse I mean, than the Meg. It's only got 11 reviews. It's not 0% like that John Travolta movie. Gotti. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but it's 18%, so it's not, not too well reviewed. Also out, Black Klansman. Ron Stallworth, an African-American police officer from Colorado, successfully managed to infiltrate the local Ku Klux Klan and became the head of the local chapter. Co-written and directed by Spike Lee, based on the autobiographical book Black Klansman by Ron Stallworth. It stars John David Washington, Adam Driver, Laura Harrier, and Topher Grace. So I guess this is a true story. Seems like a wow. surprising yeah. true story. Um, I'm interested uh, just based on that description. I know, yeah, and it sounds crazy. Um, and But it's also at 98%, yeah. so really good reviews there. Yep, 134 reviews, 131 fresh, 3 rotten. Yeah, this might be something we have to see. And finally, for wide release, Dog Days. Dog Days follows a group of interconnected people in Los Angeles who are brought together by their lovable canine counterparts. Directed by Ken Marino and written by Elisa Matsuda and Erica Oyama. It stars Eva Longoria, Nina Dobrev, Vanessa Hudgens, Lauren Lapkus, Thomas Lennon, Adam Pally, Ryan Hansen, Rob Corddry, Tone Bell, John Bass, and Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, obviously based on that description, I wouldn't be interested in this movie at all. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> but then I saw it's directed by Ken Marino and yeah, some so of the cast members. Funny. It could actually be interesting. So 
I might actually watch it. It's at 60%, so it's fresh, nope. but not uh, very high. Better than some of the movies, other movies coming out this week. It's true. Also out in limited release, A Prayer Before Dawn, the true story of an English boxer incarcerated in one of Thailand's most notorious prisons as he fights in Mai Thai tournaments to earn his freedom. This one's at 93%, so also very well-reviewed. Also out, Buy Bust, an anti-drug enforcement agency stages a massive drug bust in the slums of Manila. This one's at 78%. Not too bad. Only nine reviews so far, though. Summer of 84, after suspecting that their police officer neighbor is a serial killer, a group of teenage friends spend their summer spying on him and gathering evidence. But as they get closer to discovering the truth, things get dangerous. This one's at 67%, so, okay. Still fresh. Yes. Any news this week? Variety reports Universal Cable Productions' Slaughterhouse-Five series is now in development at Epics. Based on Kurt Vonnegut's classic novel of the same name, the project focuses on Billy Pilgrim, a World War II soldier who becomes unstuck in time and travels back and forth through his past, present, and future. The novel explores the idea of predestination versus free will, the impacts of war, as well as the perception of time itself. Did you ever read this? I don't believe so. I didn't either. I always meant to. It was always one I wanted to get to and never never got around to it. So will you watch this? Maybe. Or would you want to read the book first? I don't know. Probably. According to The Hollywood Reporter... The Plain White Tee's number one hit, Hey There Delilah, is being adapted into a scripted TV series. The band is teaming with Lively McCabe Entertainment and Primary Wave to develop a scripted romantic dramedy based on the song about a long-distance relationship. This sounds kind of stupid to me. (laughs) I don't know. People like things based on songs. Wasn't there that movie a couple months ago that was based on a song? Yeah. I can only imagine. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. Um, and it did surprisingly it did well. Very well. I don't know. Is there enough uh, in this song to sustain a series? Uh, I, so. I re I looked at the lyrics again, um, and yeah, I mean, it's all about like a long distance relationship. So I could see there being a plot about, around that, but yeah, I don't know. Deadline reports MoviePass Films CEOs and co-founders Randall Emmett. George Furla and Ted Farnsworth have set Bruce Willis to star in 10 Minutes Gone, the first production start since MoviePass parent company Helios and Matheson Analytics acquired Emmett Furla Oasis Films to launch MoviePass Films as a subsidiary to its struggling ticket sales business. The story follows a man who loses 10 minutes of his memory due to being hit by a stray bullet during a bank heist gone wrong. He must put the pieces of his broken memory together in order to find out who sabotaged the job and took the money, all while being pursued by a powerful crime boss hell-bent on recovering the cash. Willis plays the pissed-off crime boss. This sounds really bad, doesn't it? Is it just me? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think Bruce movie, Willis has been making movie any good pass movies. Movie Pass is making films. Yeah, they announced this. I don't know, a couple of months ago, that they were yeah. starting a film studio. Um, That's weird. Yeah, it's totally weird. 
It's a weird company. Deadline reports Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne are in advanced negotiations to star in The Good Nurse, a thriller based on the book by Charles Graber. The pick tells the true story of the pursuit and capture of Charlie Cullen, a nurse who is regarded as one of the most prolific serial killers in history. Now called Angel of Death, Cullen was a married father who was thought to be a responsible caretaker, but his secret compulsion to take life led to his implication in the deaths of as many as 300 patients over 16 years spread across nine hospitals in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Yeah, I remember hearing about this story. It was pretty shocking. Um, he just kept giving people uh, medications that would kill them and stuff. And mom um, is this? And they, they didn't catch him for a long time because he was doing it to people who were, like, kind of at death's door anyway. And, yeah. Or it didn't seem that, you know, they they thought they died of other things that they were in the hospital for. So, yeah. Um, I don't think it was that long ago, but mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. It was definitely recently. Like in the 2000s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch it, though. Pretty depressing. Deadline reports a revival of the popular physical competition show American Gladiators which pits everyday people against famous athletes through an obstacle course, is being shopped around by MGM. John Ferraro, the producer of the original American Gladiators, is involved as are Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who are expected to serve as executive producers. I wouldn't think this would be up their alley. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. Oh. I mean, are they going to make it more comedic? I feel like, wasn't there, (laughs) didn't they just do a remake or a reboot of this? I think they did. It it said that it 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 didn't last very long. Yeah, that seems really familiar. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg being involved kind of is interesting, but I don't know that I'm (laughs) going to watch it. I don't think I ever really watched the original. I mean, I did when it was on, because whatever, you know, that was back when we, couldn't really choose much. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of entertaining. I sure, don't, I don't yeah, know I'm sure I saw into. pieces of it, but I don't know that I ever watched the full episode. Slash Film reports that a sequel to The Player is in development. It will be a series that will be adapted from the author's sequel novel, The Return of the Player. No word on whether Tim Robbins will reprise his role. I loved The Player. Well, I'm kind of interested in this, but I don't know. We'll see. In other news, Guy Pierce is in talks to replace Michael Sheen in Bloodshot after he had to leave the project due to scheduling conflicts. Cowboy Ninja Viking has been delayed indefinitely with its release date removed from Universal's schedule. Nothing else is known at this time. That's one with Chris Pratt, right? Yes. I really, I that sounded really funny and good, so I hope that it all works out. We'll see. Ruby Rose, whose previous work includes Orange is the New Black, John Wick 2, and The Meg, coming out this weekend, has been cast as Batwoman in the crossover event on the CW next season, and possibly the solo series that's in development. Showtime has announced that the eighth season of Homeland will be its last. That's and a pretty we had long already. Run. We had already heard that from Claire Danes, I think. But I guess that's this right, is official. right. Yep. The final season of House of Cards will debut on November second. Ben Schwartz will be voicing Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Sources tell Variety. And New York Times reports that John Favreau's Star Wars series will have a one hundred million dollar budget, roughly ten million dollars per episode. It's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I don't know if that's a lot or not these days. 
kind of seems like a lot. Seems, yeah, but, definitely substantial. But I'm sure Game of Thrones is probably something similar to that. When George Lucas was trying to get his TV series off, he, I think he was trying to make them for like $5 million or $1 million an episode, but he couldn't figure it out, and that's why it got delayed indefinitely. Hmm. What's new to streaming this week? Netflix has a lot of originals. 72 Dangerous Animals, Asia. Dimitri Martin, The Overthinker. Voltron, Legendary Defender, Season 7. Perdida, a policewoman whose childhood friend disappeared in Patagonia years ago, starts a new search to find answers, and soon finds her own life in danger. Afflicted, baffling symptoms, controversial diagnoses, Costly treatments, seven people with chronic illnesses search for answers and relief. Insatiable. In this darkly comic series, a disgraced civil lawyer turned beauty pageant coach takes on a vengeful bullied teenager as his client. Million pound menu. Next generation restaurateurs get the chance to open their own pop-up eateries to impress the paying public and a panel of discerning investors. The package. When five teens go on a spring break camping trip, an unfortunate accident sets off a race against time to save their friend's most prized possession. On Amazon, all I see is you and Agatha Christie, season one. Hulu got Castaways, the series premiere, and Borg versus McEnroe. On Stars, film stars don't die in Liverpool. Anything else? Eat, Pray, Love, The Other Side, and Sidewalks of New York. So last week we ran a poll. Which show from the 80s would you like to see revived today? Cheers won with 45% of the vote. Then Who's the Boss with 27, Perfect Strangers with 18, and The Wonder Years with 10%. What? Yeah, what? Cheers was definitely the one I was least interested. I know. In. Wait, why didn't we put Growing Pains on this? I mean, but only, anyway, the Wonder Years. Spots. <laughs> the Wonder Years was my pick, and that's got ten percent. What? That was the best of these shows. Yeah, like, the Wonder Years or Perfect Strangers would have been my choices, and they're the two least. Well, I mean, I knew people like Cheers. I guess they still like Cheers. Okay. All right. So this week we have a new poll in honor of the Meg. What's your favorite animal attack movie? Jaws, The Birds, Cujo, or Snakes on a Plane? I don't even know which one I would pick because I didn't see Cujo or Snakes on on a Plane. So it's only between The Birds and Jaws, and I saw them both so long ago. Um, I guess I would have to go with Birds. It's a classic. Um, I think it's going to be the same with me. I don't think I saw Cujo or Snakes on a Plane. But I predict Jaws will win. It's very beloved. Yep. It probably... But you never know. Maybe Snakes on a Plane will come through. I think people liked that movie more before it came out. Yeah. So let us know what you think, Daily Show Pod, on Twitter. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off.